This is In the Shadows Podcast. Lots of cigar talk, but if it's going on in the world, we'll be talking about that too. And by the way, the fellas don't shy away from controversial topics. Trust me. So grab that stick, kick back with your favorite drink, and let's do the thing. This is the In the Shadows Podcast. Now your hosts, Tony the Soy Sauce Assassin, along with Albert, Martine, and Eric. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Shadow Smokes Legion in the Shadow Podcast. And I'm your host, Tony the Soy Sauce Assassin. And today we have Albert, Eric, and Martin Amaya, kind of famous. So, today, the topic <laughs> is something that you probably don't uh, think about a lot. And I think it's kind of interesting. Is that, you know, when, when we smoke a cigar, it makes you feel a certain way, right? Now, sometimes you smoke a really expensive cigar, it makes you feel a certain way. So sometimes you smoke a really cool cigar, it makes you smoke, uh, feel a certain way. I want to ask, right? Do you think the, smoke, the cigar you smoke and the brands that you smoke sometimes uh, tells people something about you? You know, like, you know, I, you know, maybe you feel like because you smoke a certain brand of cigar, you are uh, perceived as, I don't know, badass or whatever. Uh, because you smoke a very heavy cigar all the time, you perceive yourself as some, I don't know, I don't know buff guy or something like that. Even ob- obviously, some people don't feel that way, but it's just an example, right? So, think about the cigars that you smoke all the time, like your go to cigar and stuff like that. And what do you think that that cigar tells about you? So, we can start with uh, Martin. And what 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 does People that cigar? Think what, that I'm cheap what, as what fuck. Of, <laughs> well, we, we start. We can start with uh, first. What cigar is your go-to, and what does what do you think the cigar says about you? Um, go-to cigars usually anywhere between five to about fifteen dollars. Um, I mean, I think in that price range, you can find just about anything. Um, the Picarillos, uh, Espinosas. Um, um, I mean, I'm trying to think what I have in my humidor. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of good stuff in there. Arturo Fuente. Um, I just feel like you don't have to spend a lot of money to smoke good shit. Um, even though I'm not out there smoking like the fucking Placencias every day, I do have some in the humidor, but it's, I don't know. It's just, it's like every once in a while you want to have a cigar that is a little bit better. You're just celebrating something. I don't know. You're celebrating, uh, day achievement something you didn't kill anybody hey let's have a really good cigar today <laughs> but um i don't know i just i just feel like within that 10 to 15 dollar range you can find some good stuff and i don't think it says anything about me i just it's just everyday stuff okay so but what do you think people will perceive like what does a cigar said will represent for you like, do you think people can, can can kind of figure out who you are by seeing what you're smoking? I mean, not really. Not really. I mean, Tran, yeah, because he tra- he's fucking smokes a bunch of expensive shit. Like, look, bitch, I got money. <laughs> but I'm just everyday smoker. I just smoke whatever I want. And um, it doesn't have to be like a specific price range or I mean, it's just good shit, you know? Okay. So um, let's go to let's go to Eric. What, what's your go-to cigar that you smoke a lot? And what do you, do you think? What do you think people think about you when they see what you smoke? And what do you think that you represent for yourself when you smoke a certain cigar? Fucking Opus. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> if I don't review, right? That's what you meant. Yeah. I would probably yeah grab an Opus a lot. I would I would grab an Opus. It's not like the limited edition Opus or anything. It's like the you know the core line like, uh, um, the Lost City. I would grab that a lot if I uh, don't review. And if I'm not out with the boys, they're trying something new and stuff like that. That one might be my go-to. And I don't see anything like I don't care how people look at me. I just like to enjoy the finer thing in life. You know, especially cigars. Cigar is the finer thing in life that you do. And that's how I like it. I don't care if they think I have money or not. If it's like if I be if I'm broke, I save up for that one cigar that I want to smoke, and and that's it. There's nothing more to I that. Think, 
I, I don't think you guys understand my questions, right? Uh, you perceive people a certain way when they walk out with like, you know, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, and stuff like that. And they dress a certain way. They might give a certain vibe or will make you feel like they are, you know, oh, this guy must be a lawyer or this guy must be a, you know. This is what I'm talking about. When you're oh. smoking a cigar, what vibe are you giving oh, okay. out? okay. I'm giving out as I'm a freaking Neltec. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that makes no sense whatsoever. No. That makes no sense to me. Yeah. Uh, exactly. I mean, I just... So, you know, like when... I'm, when you go out, like, okay, if I grab a Spencer cigar, they probably, I don't know what vibe I give them. I don't know what they think about me or what I do. But no, I don't, you know, I just, when they ask me what I do, why do you, I buy those expensive cigars? Like, yeah, I just, I play with bitches' hand and I get paid. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow is right. Wow is right. So, so now that we kind of have a better understanding of the question, Martin, you want to add anything? Um,. I think, I don't know. I just feel like I don't, I don't know. If somebody sees me smoking a cigar, most of the time I'm in freaking cargo shorts and sandals and a freaking t-shirt with my hat backwards. I mean, it doesn't say much about me, but I'm smoking some, I know what I'm smoking. And if you look at the cigars I have, like, let's say I have a freaking Ipicarillo um, Allegiance. I mean, hey, this, this kid knows what he's smoking. It's not just... Um, oh, he went and grabbed a stick just to um, sit down and whatever. Like, he actually picked out something good, even though he looks like he's just a normal, everyday dude. Okay. All right, Albert, now that you have th- some time to think about this. I'm kind of along the same lines as what Martin was talking about, where the type of cigar I smoke, I feel like I'm a, a modest smoker. I, My target is about five to six dollars a stick that's really what i'm shooting for however i will i will smoke 10 11 12 dollar cigars uh on the regular but I, I try to mix in a bundle cigar that i've been able to find that i really enjoy that tastes really really good uh out of the bundle of 20 there may be a couple that I can throw away or i don't finish smoking or whatever because maybe the quality is not the best but all in all, you know, most of them work out pretty well. But I, th- I think someone might look at me. See, the thing is, I'm not really looking at it the way you're seeing this, Tony. I don't see this as me trying to come off with an image or anything like that. In fact, I think most people, when they see me smoking, they probably will not know what I am smoking. They won't understand that I, I tend to go more towards the boutique kind of cigars, the Espinosa Casa Cuevas. Um, I, I don't tend to. I don't tend to smoke the name brand. When well, I say name brand, you know the more um, popular cigars. I guess that you see in most cigar shops. In fact, there aren't too many cigar shops that will carry some of the brands that I like to smoke. So I have to buy them online, and that kind of goes back to the cost per cigar, right? I'll buy a box of this and a bundle of that, and then as as I as I do that, my budget cigar price is about 5 to $6 a stick. But I do like cigars that taste good. I like cigars that are well-built, well-constructed. Um, I like the aromas of cigars. But um, I, I don't think I'm really trying to impress somebody with my cigars. Or I'm not trying to put off a certain image. But I do understand what you're talking about. I, I know when I worked in the lounge, the owner of the lounge was very much, uh, he would keep track of what people were smoking. And some guys would come in and they'd only smoke $20 cigars. I mean, he, and he knew that. And so he had those cigars available for those guys because he knew they would only come in and buy, you know, certain brands, a Padron, a um, J.C. Newman, uh, Julius Caesar, uh, things like that. But but I, that wasn't within my range. That was clearly too much for for a stick, so I would not smoke that. And I know he had a perception of me as well. Like, he thought I was a cheap cigar smoker, which kind of bothered me in a way at times, but really mostly it didn't because I smoked what I could afford. Now, there was another guy who would come in, and he would only smoke 4 and $5 sticks. Like, like he would not even try to 
smoke an eight, nine dollar cigar. Uh, and then there's a, even the third guy I know of who would only come in and he'd put together these little four packs of, you know, bundle four packs where he would charge $16 for the bundle. And, you know, he probably put the bundle together for maybe eight bucks. So that guy would generally smoke a good cigar if he was given one or every once in a while he'd go and grab a $10 stick. But he just thought all the cigars tasted the same and he just smoked what he did. But yet again, he was a, he smoked three, four cigars a night. So, you know, he was, he was clearly a budget cigar smoker, but he enjoyed doing it. But I I didn't really look at him. I don't look at him as a, as, as a, a cheap smoker per se, because he does what he enjoys. So I'm not really, following the line that you're going with per se because you know I, I don't know I know people smoke things for certain reasons but I don't know I just hadn't really seen that too much in the in the circles that I've been in where they feel like where they have to smoke a certain brand or they have to smoke a certain price so it's it's, it's you know it, this question might be a little bit lost on me frankly okay let me, let me give some examples right so uh, um, just a few examples one, one of them will be, I, I've seen this guy uh, in the lounge a few times, but every time he light up a cigar, first thing he does is take off the band and put it in his pocket. He doesn't want anybody knowing what he's smoking, but first thing is he take off the band, put it in his pocket, and he starts smoking it. And he only smokes Toro or larger size, nothing smaller. I've never seen him smoke any Robusto, Corona, uh, Lancero, nothing. Just Toro or bigger. All right. And granted, this guy is pretty big. He's mm-hmm. a big guy, taller than me. And and he just does that. He sits down, take off the band. Uh, even if he's taking out a, a, a cigar from his little humidor bag, he will take off the band first and put it in his pocket and then start smoking it. So he's giving up that vibe, you know, the big guy smoking big cigar kind of vibe, even though he doesn't want you to mm-hmm. know what he smoked, but then you kind of judge him by the cigar size that he's smoking, you know, big guy smoking big cigar kind of thing. You know, that's one of them. But on the opposite spectrum, we have uh, the, the Texas member, Taylor. He smokes diggers and not just small diggers. All the time. Giant diggers. And this guy's a skinny as hell guy, you know? And it just make you feel like, how did he swallow that thing? I mean, holy shit, that, that's a lot of strength, right? You know, like how the hell did he smoke that? And he smoked not one, not two, three, four, five a day. It's, you know, it gives you the vibe like, this guy's crazy, but, you know, cool guy. Yeah, right. yeah. He walked into the lounge yesterday, and he had one in his hand, lit it up, and then walked out. <laughs> and then you have these guys who dress up in suits, and then literally, he—they are afraid that you don't see that they're smoking some name brand cigars like Davidoff, Opus X, uh, Arthur, uh, um, Fuente, Fuente, Arturo Fuentes, uh, um, Zeno. All those things, like, they make sure that when they smoke, the band is facing up, okay? So everybody can tell what they're smoking, dressing suit, full suit. So you're like, okay, this is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it gives out the vibe, right? You give that vibe, that's it. This guy's a business person, will want to be, but he wants to make sure that you know he spent big money to smoke, right? So there's, like, yep. the three different kind of people that we already automatically judge by just looking at them, Right. But you also have these people in the, in the normal spectrum where you see a relaxed guy. He will just smoke whatever that interests them. It really doesn't matter. You know, chill guy mm-hmm. and then willing to talk. And they, they, you know, that's what I'm saying. Some people feel like the cigar represents their status, makes them feel good. Uh, and, and they want the whole world to know that they have worked very hard to get to this point to smoke that kind of cigar. And they are afraid that people don't know. It's crazy. And then you have these people who like, I don't want people to know what I'm smoking. I can be smoking a bundle. I can smoke it now. This is the flavor I like. I'm taking the band off. I don't want you to talk to about. I don't want to talk to you about what brand I'm smoking. I want regular conversation. Nothing about my cigar. So, what percentage of the smokers do you think fit in that category, where they're just wanting to smoke and not be really judged for that? I think it's a high percentage. I, I say it's high percent. Maybe 80 percent of the people who right. smoke out like that. Okay, they will pick up whatever does interest them. But they don't feel like that cigar gives them any of the image. In fact, it does give them an image. It gives you a very common smoker image, right? It's a very common guy. is willing to try everything so long as it's within their price range. Right. And then right? That's I, the image, right? 
and I'll say I have seen people come in who will only smoke Gordos or, or, or higher, right? They'll they'll smoke the seven seventies, and and that that's a big deal for them. I can't. I don't like. I don't like smoking those cigars. I, I feel like there there really isn't a lot of flavor, in the, or if there is a lot of flavor, there's there's just too much smoke to be to be dealing with. And uh, but they would not see themselves smoking a, lower, a smaller ring gauge cigar. And I think some of that is image, because if you ask them what they're smoking, they they don't know anything about the they don't talk about the cigar at all. In fact. If you try talking about the cigar with them, you get chastised. You get you get chided for, for, wanting to talk about what they taste, and it's almost like they, uh, you know, why why are you talking about that, man? You you're one of the cigar geek kind of people, so, uh, but I see them going with the image. I think there is some of that going on, but I think it's few and far between. I see more of the, like I said, you said seventy or eighty percent. I I kind of agree with that. There's a higher percentage where they're just wanting to come in and smoke, relax, and not worry too much about it. And, and a lot of them mm-hmm. is not just the brand, right? A lot of them had to do the size. Because, so just think of it this way, just image it, right? This guy, uh, let's say 350 pounds, seven feet tall guy. On his hand, if you were smoking a Robusto and smaller, it looks like he's smoking a blunt because it's so tiny, right? So they tend to lead to a bigger yep. cigar so that they look normal. And, and, and that's the image they want to keep. They don't want to be called small. They don't want to be smoking small cigars. They want to feel manly, and they, they grab a giant ass cigars. You know, you know someone that's like, you know, uh, just imagine this Shakiro Neo come in holding a robusto. That thing's smaller mm-hmm. than his finger, right? He's probably like, you know, and, yep. and he wouldn't even look weird if he decided to smoke a Woody because he's so big. Right. You know, Yao Ming <laughs> walking to the place, decide to pick a cigar. You think he's gonna pick up a a, a Corona? <laughs> That thing disappear in his hand. Nope. No, but you know, but if you have a skinny, a skinny guy, real tall, skinny guy, and he's smoking a Lancero, that makes sense, right? No, it will still look <laughs> weird because the cigar would no. just look significantly smaller than the person. No, no, no. If he's a tall, skinny dude, and he's smoking a Lancero, that that fits. Like, that fits fine. I don't know. I, I disagree. Know. I but I, it's like the, the thinner the cigar it is, the more feminine I, we, we see it. I mean, at least for Asian. No, the thinner see, the cigar is, the more feminine it is. And that goes back to image. So so you and Eric would, would see that as feminine, but I would see it as that's what that's what you would expect. I mean, I can even see like a cowboy kind of guy, right? Real lanky cow, cowboy dude. You know, he's probably got some lens arrows sticking out of his pocket and he's smoking his lighting one up. That would fit. That would make sense. I would think that would have to no. somewhere somewhere under Churchill size to make sense. Not Lancero, Churchill. No, Lancero. I bet if we Google... you know, with somebody that big with a lung that big, they take two puffs, Lancero's gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, perhaps, but I bet you I bet if you Google Tall, skinny cowboy smoking cigar, you'll probably find a Lancero in their hand. <laughs> That's different because back in the day, the cowboy image is smoking a cigarette. You know, like cowboy is really not the cowboy we think of. When we watch something Wild Wild West, that's not real cowboy. That's the image that was created. I think cigars were more common than cigarettes for sure. No, but yeah, they, they smoke a tiny cigarello rather than a full cigar a lot of the time. Right. What is it? The Clint Eastwood cigar or whatever that is? Right, right. But it was meant to be like a badass thing because when it burns, it burns right next to his face. Because if he had to do cigar, he had to pull it away from the face every single time. But that small little thing, he just holds in the corner of his mouth, take a puff. That cigar is halfway burned already, you know, and that looked badass. Sure. You know, it's the same quality or same image as smoking a cigarette, but cigar just made it a little bit more badass. But in terms of that long, thin cigar, it, it looks feminine. Like, it's not as badass. Like it, yeah. if you ever watch any cartoon or whatever the cartoon character never holds a small cigar right they always hold a big cigar because the tiny guys they want to have, have a big image so they hold a big cigar yeah but for, for that for the small guy is going to be he's generally short and he's got a fat cigar that's because he's short and fat no but then they're not smoking a nub no they're not smoking a nub but they are is pretty close to a nub it's like a no, they're smoking usually a perfecto okay yeah, perfecto is not tiny. It's not a nub. It's not. Uh, it's not a nub, but it's is is shorter. It's shorter than a toro. It's definitely shorter than a toro. Yeah. So I mean, obviously they want to don't want to draw something that big, but at the same time, you know, what I'm saying it does give. So cigar, it does give an image, like a, a perception, right? 
And I just wonder if a lot of people actually thought about that because I don't think about that. I smoke ranges, right? I smoke bundles. I smoke expensive. I smoke normal. I smoke whatever that looks retarded. I smoke whatever that interests me. Mm-hmm. So long as the packaging looks cool, right? Even if it tastes like shit, I'll go buy a box for it. But you know, I I smoke all kind, and and there you know my wife just happened to ask, what does people feel about you when they when they see what you smoke? I said, I don't know. I never thought about that. But I'm pretty sure that it does give an image sometimes, right? Like if I dressed up, I'm smoking Oro Blanco. This guy's like, oh, that guy must be a banker or something. I don't know. And then, but then if I'm wearing my normal hoodie and smoking, a, I don't know, unbanded cigar, you know, I look like an 18 year old that's just smoked it for the very first time. You know, so I, I feel like there is some sort of image that people don't think about that's automatically perceived. We're not asking for it, but you're pretty sure that you know. Whenever you go to a lounge to smoke, there's got to be one time, one point where you just look around and see what people are smoking, right? And, oh, and yeah. that's the time where people is kind of thinking, oh, what's his story? What's his story? What's her story? Why are they smoking this? You know? And I, you turn around and see somebody smoking Cuba Cuba. It's like, did he just not get laid for <laughs> like 13 weeks? <laughs> you know? When you say that, like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I'm telling you, I'm going to light up a freaking groovy blue, and I'm going to smoke it right in front of you, Trent. And I'd be like, bitch. <laughs> but that's that's what I'm saying. You, you, Martin, you know, haven't got laid for, I don't know, three months. Oh, my God. Decided to go smoke a you know, groovy blue. <laughs> you know, that's exactly what I'm saying. You go choose a weird-ass cigar to smoke because you just feel, like, weird that day. You know? So that's what I'm saying. It gives a perception of something, and, like, you know, if you're smoking a celebratory cigar, people are like, hey, what's the what's the good news? Right? You see somebody sit down, let up a, a Patron 50th anniversary. You're like, oh, that guy's having a good day. Right? <clears throat> you wouldn't be like, look, that guy's smoking a Patron 50th anniversary. His mother died. No. You yeah, you wouldn't, right? You no. wouldn't, right? So the cigar is giving you a particular perception uh, and, and, and then give you that feeling of some sort of story behind it. Not that I have okay. those stories. I mean, when, whenever I go to a lounge, I just choose whatever that looks there and then grab whatever. Yeah, you just smoke whatever. No, no. Like, so, talking about image, the people at my workplace, they they find out that I have a channel and they see me smoking cigars. Their image of me is a fucking mafia image. They're like, oh, you look too gangster. You shouldn't do that. And I was like, uh, I'm just smoking a cigar. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I do understand uh, I said, that. Say the person who had an opening with him lighting a cigar with money. Right. <laughs> and that's yeah. supposed to look like a loser. Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> what? It, it's just a cool opening, right? Uh, that's, that that's was my right. thought. And that's that. gangster, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, that does look gangster because yeah. who else will do that? Goes out there and say, let me use a $100 bill and let up a cigar. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep, he, yeah, got, he got, you. got you on that one. Yeah, he did. <laughs> you know, right. so I mean, I mean, there are other perceptions, right? Like when you see Bob the cigar guy, um, the way he smoked, the way he handles things, the way his channel is, it does feel like he like average Joe, right? Like you know, he's one of us. He's close. He's uh, he's a uh, very easygoing person. Doesn't I feel that way? It's a perception I give the that image because the way he smoked, the way. Um, the the choice of a smoke that he he smokes, I kind of give that image a little bit. Even though he doesn't smoke anything different, I mean, Jewish steak and stuff, um, it just feels that way, right? And you watch certain channels, like when you watch the David of London, you see the guy dressed up, you see the guy take fifteen yeah. fifteen hours to light up a cigar. You're like, that guy is a gentleman. Mm-hmm. You know, he probably yeah. owns. He got 15, class. Yeah, he's got fifteen manners. Uh, he's got he's got like you know maids at home. He's got twenty five slaves in the backyard. You know he's he's oh, he's a gentleman. <laughs> oh shit! Right. All right. <laughs> so you know it gives an image, right? Because the way he smoke, the way he's dressed, it gives you that image, right? He looks like someone that will open the door if you're a lady. Oh yeah, but don't all right. of us do it though, right? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I'm just saying he looks like right. Well, and well, if you look like somebody's. Uh, I don't know, cook a beer. He smoked a cigar. He's like, uh, as if he like had to, like 15 too much coffee or something like that. It's exploding. It's like a very crazy 
um, I don't know, almost look like he's just came back from the war zone, has PTSD and smoking a cigar crazy um, guy. And, and he gives that vibe. And he smoked bundles, but he gives that vibe to you that, you know, he's a very explosive guy when yeah. the way he smoked the way he put himself together. Um, again, image, right? That's the way he smokes a cigar, the way he handles himself, gives you that image as a cigar smoker. Now, we, we do kind of have a, like, somewhat a category, right? You have the average Joe who smokes anything that they can afford, right? Then yep, you right. have um, some sort of semi-aficionado who smoke, uh, you know, somewhat expensive branded or boutique cigar, but not all the time, uh, and know some knowledge, and they can hold their spot when they're talking to you, yeah. right? They, they know what they're talking about. And then we have the aficionados who... Uh, similar to like Lewis, right? He'll smoke, he'll enjoy pretty much anything, but he will have a really educated conversation, give you a lot of knowledge, and then put some, and then, and then he, he dressed well, he speaks well, you know, just very well put together, right? And then we have the snobs, right? Who uh, need to make sure that he's wearing Louis Vuitton belts, you know, uh, Ferragamo shoes, Gucci shirts, mm-hmm. you know, and Versace underwear. And I'll just make sure that you know that the underwear is Versace too. He make sure he tell you my, my hey. underwear is Versace. Hey. And, and let me finish. Let me finish. And then he'll come out. Make sure he pulled the cigar out and just show everybody across the room. like, hey, smoking Opus X. Very expensive. This thing, limited edition. Only 15 people in the world has it. And then he light it up and says, hey, guys, make sure. Make sure you know. You're supposed to light this cigar. You got to toast the foot first. Right, all of you did it wrong. Toast the foot first. Right, you gotta get way better. You know, he just educates you as he go, even though everybody already know. Right, educates you. Take a puff and go. Oh, you know, sometimes you guys really need to spend some money on the cigar, because damn, all of you people suck. You know, oh, you have that kind of people. Right, you have that kind of people. Right. I mean, I think that's a pretty good category now separation. But you know, the average Joe, please, pretty much 80 percent of people are like that. Average Joe, just smoke whatever we can afford, and yeah. and really enjoy the conversation rather than the image that they give off kind of thing. But, you know, we do put them into category, right? Technically. When you see sure. a bunch of people, you talk, to, you talk about certain people, you, you automatically put them in the category. So what do you think, how do you feel like the cigar companies are feeding that with their banding of the cigars, the way they uh, package the cigars with the boxes and so forth, the names of the cigars? Uh, do you think that they're feeding that particular image? I, I do. Yes. Actually, I feel like they, they automatically put that in categories, right? Because you have the, you have mm-hmm. like what they call like the heritage cigars, right? Which give off the heritage. People just enjoy this whole cigar thing, heritage cigar. They have boutique, you know, now boutique cigars where people's like, I love this thing, but I want to be just a little bit more special, right? You start to get to that higher end, $12, cigars. And then they also make this, what they call a premium or ultra premium because they already call that boutique cigar premium. They call it ultra premium cigar, which is like 20 plus dollar cigars, right? They're already fitting you to the spot. You know, if you can't afford their ultra premium cigars, you have smoked for a while and you, you collect cigars, all right? You start to collect cigar. And then we have just luxury cigars, which they make sure the box looks good just on your table. Somebody walk into your office, see that box, they go, holy shit, this guy smokes cigar, right? They won't even, like other places, they was like, oh, you smoke cigar? But this, this what I'm talking about is like, you know, one of those dumb pepper humidor on the table or like, uh, you know, $10,000 Opus X humidor on the table. You walk into the office, you go like, holy shit, this guy smoked cigar. Yep. A cigar. Like he knows okay. shit. So, you know, there's that, that category that they put in, right? And then at the end, which is kind of the opposite, you have cigar makers who smoke other people's cigar, you know, but they, they just do whatever. Somehow right. just, they're, they're just, you know, at its own category, but they smoke, actually, they smoke any cigar. Because to them, the cost and the value of the cigar is different to them, right? So I think they do fit into places. And when you get to the ultra premium, they are setting it up so that you have that image yep. to upkeep and you must have it, right? Because like who mm-hmm. the, in the normal world will spend $10,000, $30,000 on a humidor? 
And we're not talking about table humidor. We're not even talking about giant yeah, in the room giant, humidor. Just a small yeah. table humidor. So when you're at that category, they're trying to make sure that people knows what you have on the table. They don't make it into a dull color. They make it in the color that you can see 60 miles away. Squinted. <laughs> Chinese mode. <laughs> right? You, you'll be able to tell this guy spend a lot of money on cigar. He know what he's talking about. I know his annual salary is at least $30,000 because he just bought a $30,000 humidor. Yep. That hurt. Oh, can we right? not talk about so, that? <laughs> <laughs> right? So you know, you know that, that, that space they're in. They, they fit their category into space. Somebody who normally smoked Davidoff, I'm talking about somebody normally smoked Davidoff, has at least eighty to $100,000 in, in salary a year. Because oh, yeah. that's, that's, the up, that's the money they need to upkeep smoking Davidoff continuously on the daily. If you don't have that kind of salary, you better tell me that your housing's free. I mean, I don't even smoke Davidoffs and make just under that. <laughs> yeah, but I say at least, right? At least. So we're talking about you make if you make a hundred grand a year, you can comfortably smoking one Davidoff a day. Yeah. One. Yeah. Right? So that you know, the cigar you smoke technically puts you into categories already. You are you middle class? Are you low middle class? High middle class? Are you broke? Well, I'm broke all the time, but I have Davidoff. Does that <laughs> So is anybody else who's wearing that Louis Vuitton. <laughs> they broke all the time and got Louis Vuitton. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I'm I'm brokey. They 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 put they get fit into categories, right? And uh, even though average Joe um smokers which they smoke a range of c- cigars, right? That still gets you put into a category about sixty thousand dollar a year, sixty eight thousand dollar a year for average Joe to be able to smoke cigars if you're under forty thousand dollar a year you're smoking bundles oh man right so that kind of put you, you in the category and i think the cigar maker knows that the cigar maker knows how much you can afford because even i can kind of figure it out right cigar maker knows this bundle cigar goes to where and this specialty cigar boutique cigars who is the target audience these ultra premium cigars i know exactly who's buying it i know exactly how much i had to release to sell out in a year because these are their clientels. Yeah. So that tells me that there is an image that they're expecting certain cigars to have for the person that's smoking. Because when Michael Jordan walks out with his cigar, he ain't looking like a hobo. I promise you. <laughs> right? When, no, he you wouldn't. Know, if you got to see, can you imagine um, Arnold Schwarzenegger smoking a nub? His lip is bigger than that. <laughs> he had to smoke yeah, something big, would. right? He was like, you know, uh, don't embarrass me. Ah, smoke a big cigar. Mm. You know, you know uh, he would have said, don't you know? embarrass me, bitch. Yeah, yeah. 880, <laughs> let's go. Ah, the chopper. Yep. <laughs> get in the chopper. <laughs> get in the chopper and get a digger. <laughs> <laughs> right? You, you can kind of put, get a digger. Right? You can kind of like imagine what kind of people smoke what kind of cigar because it gives that image. Right? So now that you think about it a little bit, don't you think so? Yeah, but in all truthfully, honestly, I don't really care. Well, obviously, I don't I know you don't really care. And and, and usually the person who's smoking it don't care. It's the person who's looking at it cared. Oh, now you put it that way. So, yeah. So, like, you know, no one's looking at you, Eric. It's okay. I don't <laughs> want nobody looking. I don't care if anybody no, looking at the me. The only reason people are looking at you is because they want to see if you die after the five shots. <laughs> they want to see if this guy dies after five shots of espresso. They don't want to see what cigar you're smoking. They're looking at you drinking down that those espresso. That's why they're looking at you. <laughs> Okay. Hey, at least I got attention. Cigar, so that's why. What, so that's that's why they're not I, looking at what cigars. I got attention smoke. without cigars. I got attention with no cigars. What up? Yeah. Just espresso. Because everybody will be talking about you, and you know, the waitress goes over there, hands over the the coffee uh, espresso, walk over to the. Did you know that guy just ordered five espressos? That guy's gonna die. And then that, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then the front desk is gonna tell the manager, "Did you know somebody ordered five espresso? I think that guy's gonna die." 
And then that manager <laughs> goes talk to the, you know, the, 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 the janitor. I, you might have to clean up because I just saw somebody order five espresso. I think that guy's gonna die. <laughs> so you got all the attention of the whole entire store before you even oh, even yeah. lit up a cigar. And then once you lit up a cigar, it's like, did you see that guy with the five espresso? He just bought a cigar. He's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> And and then, and then the the bartender walks over, you know, see if you any anything else, and saw you bought an Opus X. It's like I think that's his last cigar. He just bought an Opus X. He's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? You see what I'm saying? You got the attention. You got that image. Cause the image is only from the person that's looking at you. So they're looking at you, thinking that your crazy guy have five espresso mm-hmm. shops about to die. That's your image. So that's my image. Okay, All I right. need to, I need to change that. Yeah, stop need- drinking five. Stop drinking six. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'll call the oh, ambulance for you automatically before you even start anything. You'll be waiting. Right? So I, I, there is an image. I mean, just like, you know, how you perceive it. And I usually, obviously, like, is, judging is from someone else that's looking at others, right? And people who, and, and this is why I think it's interesting, because people who are doing this don't think about it. Yeah. Right? You automatically fit that role. You feel good when you dress up and smoking. You fit that role automatically. Even if you didn't think that, that's an image, you're just like, yeah. I feel good when I dress up and go smoke. Oh, yes, yeah. I love that. I love that. So I don't good, know. Right? But that's a feeling, and that puts you in the category. right? And there are some people say, I just want to wear a T-shirt because I want to relax. I don't give a fuck what I look like. I can go in there with a whitey tidy if I could. That's freaking Martin. <laughs> that's me sometimes. That's just Martin. with fucking like, T-shirts. He's going there with slipper and shorts and a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's what Martin's image is, right? You know, but, that neighborhood, you know, Mexican that just want to smoke anything he have. But I also, I also dressed up and gone to a lounge. Uh, straight after work, I had gone in my shirt and tie from work and then just uh, smoked some cigars. And it felt good. Yeah, but you broke that image right away. The moment you sit down, you order a Modelo, that image broken. <laughs> no, this was at uh, this was at in Fuego, I think. So it was just just cigars, no alcohol. Just cigar, no alcohol. I don't know. If you if you guys ever seen Martin dressed up, like you know, go look at, uh, or if you still have any of those old reviews, he he does it after uh, doing work. He's all dressed up and anything. He have that image of a hardworking person that's tired of the world, but he just needs a cigar. And he does not yeah. give a fuck about the world the moment he's smoking that cigar. When he's yeah. done, he's like, oh, fuck, I'm going to go back to work. Yeah. You can he, tell that's the case. Yeah, I, yeah that's true. Because when I see Martin, like, I think he got tired, but I, I look like, he just look, he's working like a, like, like a dog. He's like, I just want a cigar. Right? <clears throat> he, he give that vibe. He, you know, he have that image, right? And it's harder with Albert because Albert, Albert, every time we see him smoking, you see that he's really relaxed in the lounge where he's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at the chat at home already. So yeah. he's already relaxed. It's really hard to tell what kind of image he gives because, you know, when we see him, he's either on vacation or he's already relaxed at home. So that means yep. T-shirts, pants, you know, just whatever that relaxes him. But you can tell what kind of smoker he is because whenever he's smoking, he's just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, this is what I'm smoking. Look, you know, it's, it's more like... Uh, like I said, he fit into that average Joe category. Uh, well, he smoked an expensive cigar. If it's on his hand, he would. But he preferred to, you know, just whatever he can, I guess, planned out. You know, he's like, yeah. okay, I have this plan. I'm going to smoke this and that. You know, he's one of those people that will have three cigars in front of him, ready to go, if he knows mm-hmm. that he's got to smoke three cigars. Yep. Oh, yeah. And that yep. three cigar will be, you know, will be heavily budgeted. Mm-hmm. So I will smoke this $10, and the next one's $2. The next one is going to be $8. Okay. No, no, man. Right. And you, you got the image. I, mean, if I, I, ha- I hate every fucking cigar out there. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. Just the way you say, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Look, for me, I'm like, I, I, you know, I don't really choose my cigars, right? I just go around and see what I have and grab one and smoke. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. So, you don't choose. It takes you forever to pick a cigar. For, yeah, because yeah, you don't choose. Like, grab I, smoke? One. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, me going to a pet shop and every, every dog is like, hey, pick me, pick me. I'm like, I don't know what you to pick. They're all cute. <laughs> <laughs> I only got one mouth, so. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I, I got a limit of what I can choose, so I had to yeah, be very careful on choosing. I mean, 
if I was there, I was choosing a cigar and somebody said just smoke that, I'll just take it. You know? Yeah. Why not? Right. If I'm walking around an hour and a half with uh, with a uh, midnight oil, I'll smoke that shit. No. I go buy another one. I mean, say if all I have was that. I mean, obviously, if I'm going to the shop, I'll well, pick another. I, I hope right? that's not all you have. <laughs> right, and when I go to the shop, I try to pick something up, but a lot of times, I, f- I feel like uh, there's nothing for me to pick. It's that's not I'm being picky too, because yeah. like I could, you know, I could smoke any of the cigar in there, right? Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. it it just make it harder to choose because uh, I'm not trying to go crazy on spending. At the same time, I'm not. You know, I, I, my choice is a lot wider than everybody else, right? That's the so, problem, man. That's a huge problem, because, yeah, me and Tony, when we hit the humidor, we're like, <laughs> what the fuck are we smoking? <laughs> right. You know, you, you, when we went to Miami, the first thing was like, okay, what should I smoke? And look around like this, nothing goes like, okay, let's do a royal. Right? Right. <laughs> right. But not because, we, not because we try to show something about a royal, because everybody no. can, you know. We smoke royal before in front of people. There's nothing to prove. In fact, we don't even talk about it. When we sit down there, we no, talk about we, it. We no, we right? don't even say one word about it. Yeah, we just smoke it and then, you know, continue the conversation because that's not really the image that we care for. But the people who's looking at you would, right? The people who might be in the next door is like, do you see those two Asian guys, motherfuckers, smoking a royal? What is, who is who trying to prove? Who, who is that I, show? Huh? I bet you, like, the guy that sold it to us, like, what the fuck? <laughs> right? No, I mean, obviously they do sell royals. They don't. They know people will buy royal. But we we walk in like a hobo, so they're like, what, exactly. We people smoking the royal, right? Uh, like we wasn't even dressed up idiots. or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, we sit down, we we'll have a conversation. But we're having conversation with everybody who's smoking a different range of cigars. Yep. Right? Like you know, it, it didn't matter. So the moment we sit down, we're talking to everybody, that characterization disappears a little bit. But if we were to sit there solo, that characterization change again. Now imagine if you're by yourself, even if you look like a hobo, smoking by yourself at a corner with a royal. Somebody's gonna judge you. Or like the two idiots that's in the Davidoff lounge with two big ass Davidoff bags. We definitely got judged that day. Oh yeah, that's a definite yeah. judge. Because we both dressed up a little bit. Yes, that's the thing. We were a little dressed up. Yeah, just. We, yeah. We're a little dressed up, and we're sitting in the corner. Not one person want to approach us. <laughs> not, no one's sitting near us. Like they have, yeah, they, they are at least four seats away. Yeah. We cannot hear anybody else talking. And it's not wow. like we tried to purposely scare people away, but they were like, "Look at these two businessmen talking shit," and we're actually talking the dumbest shit ever. We're like, we, hey, we were, let's yeah. "Listening to Val, see what happens." <laughs> I know, we're like we can't wait to show Val or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> smoking anything crazy we're smoking camacho but not that they can tell because they're sitting like so far away one guy was with the dog they're like make sure to keep the dog away from them that yep. dog was so yeah. far away from us yeah that dog like, was... Asian. they're gonna eat my dog <laughs> you know <laughs> the only two people that approach us one is the waitress who brought over the drinks and the yep. other one is the guy that cleaned the ashtray and he keep coming out to clean the ashtray as if he see something it's like right? dude He's he literally have the two eyes on us all the fucking time, the whole entire time. Really? It was, dude. It was insane. The guy that took I didn't the, the ashtray, change anybody else's ashtray. He didn't. He didn't change. He didn't. He didn't change nobody's ashtray, dude. He just like just staring yells. at us. He was just staring at us, like, okay, there's one ash. Go grab it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we talk about one ash. One ash in there. He came to. He came last when there's no more ash in there. And yep. he tried to dump it. I There's like, no uh, more ash in the ashtray. He tried to dump that ash, empty ashtray. He just dumped you, it. Like, he just made that movement. Like, there was nothing in there. <laughs> it was so crazy to me, dude. So, it, it, you know, this is wow. what I'm talking about. It gives an image, but the, only the people around you is judging you. You're not judging yourself with that image. And I think no. that it's, it, it, that's why I think it's interesting because, like, you know, people have that false judgment. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I was watching a, a video clip. Uh, today and talk about this lady uh, who went to the art school and her projects try to pretend that she's somebody who she isn't and try to get free shit live for free for 27 days oh damn and people give her free shit based on her look like how she dressed what she's wearing she's wearing a fake uh, a mask bag she borrowed a, a specialty like you know uh, shirt from her friend who's a rich she gets into all this rich place not one person doubted her that she should be there 
She went really? to a five-star hotel, went into their back, uh, the 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 uh, gym spot room, and took a shower. And they they required to sign in, right? She just put a random number and signed a stupid historical name there for three days. Showered every single day, used the uh, lounge, sleep there, and eat at their uh, free free um, buffet bar thing for for three days. There, not one person questioned her. Wow! Because the vibe she's giving off. Hmm. And they, they assumed that she didn't tell I mean, that she she didn't tell anybody. Oh, I'm rich and whatever. She, nope, not. But she just gave up that vibe based on what she had on her. And people assume that's her category. She should be here as five star hotel. Should we go ask her? No, you should not go ask a client whether or not she should be here because once she's pissed off, you gotta lose your job. <laughs> right, you would. Right, you will lose your job the moment you go question her because you know someone's about to lose their job because they question one of my my wife had a Chinese accent. I'm telling you, guaranteed. They, they, you know, they didn't question her. That, by the way, they just talk. <laughs> she just talked about this before before I came on smoke today. She's like, "Yo, I don't have accent. Really? I don't understand why." No. Yeah, you know, they can piss off the wrong person, well, maybe, lose her job. So you know, they they don't question her. She went to this multi-billion-dollar auction thing. Um, walk in, and that one person questioned her whether or not she can even afford anything. They were showing her stuff and then uh, give her free food. In fact. Uh, so when somebody approached her, she thought she's, she blown her cover. And the guy asked, is our dessert to your liking? Let me bring you some more. She said, holy shit. I thought I'm going to blow my cover. But, you know, based <laughs> on how I look, they assume that I should be here. I should be that multi-million pe- dollar people that they should be giving me more dessert. So, you know, I, I think wow. cigar give the same kind of category to people. Believe it or not. I think I, 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 oh, I, yeah. here's the thing. A lot, when, a lot of people, when you talk to them and then somehow they found out you smoke a cigar, usually people are amazed. Oh, you smoke a cigar? Yeah. They're like, you, what? What? It's weird. Like, right? Mati, I don't know if you ever. But then you tell me smoke. No. Really? Really? No. I mean, I don't know. Not really. I've never really paid attention. I guess. I don't know. I talked to my client when they they find out that I smoke cigar. They're like, "Oh, you're so fancy, really." I was like, so fancy. Oh. Yeah, and they're, fancy. Yeah, they're like, oh. they're like, oh, you're so fancy. You mean? And they're like, it's like, is it like the movies? I was like, well, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, I've never paid attention. I mean, maybe I've had people come up to me, but I just, I'm just so nonchalant about it that it's like, I don't know. It's just, I'll talk to people about cigars, but it's nothing like, oh my god, you smoke cigars? No. I don't, I don't know about you. Like, I, I don't know if in the industry have that kind of questions but like when people find out you smoke cigar do they feel like oh my god you smoke cigar i didn't know yeah i mean the, the conversation doesn't really come up uh very often so it's it there's that and so if i do offer that information it's people don't really know what to do with it i think so it doesn't really go too far uh, when i get to know some people and start talking about it a little bit then it kind of turns into a conversation i met a, i met a guy who just started working at our school, and he uh, is very much, was very much into cigars. I think he's laid off a bit lately because of um, his he can't smoke in his house, and he hasn't really gone to any lounges because just the timing and everything. So uh, he he can't really carry cigars into a lounge either. So there's that. So I think he smoked his own stuff, and he's like, I don't want to go outside it's too hot so I, I limit my smoking to you know late fall that kind of a thing and but he was very much into cigars and it was really cool we were able to have a good conversation about it but he didn't he didn't give off a vibe and but we were able to connect and, and talk and um you know try to make a connection that way so that was kind of cool but no it just it doesn't really come up but i will say this let me go back to this other thing we'll every once in a while we'll have some we had some bikers that would come into the shop and i tell you they would typically go smoke the flathead by cao flathead <laughs> when i was up in chicago our a suburb of chicago was it it was in uh, orland park which is you know a good 30 40 minutes away from chicago um there was a little cigar shop that val and i was sitting at and everybody that came in that looked like they might, you know, they had like the leather vest, you know, that they use for, you know, riding motorcycles, whatever. They'd go over and get a flathead cigar. It was, it was pretty funny. That happened about three or four times as we were sitting there. It was a, it was a, a vape and cigarette uh, 
shop, but they had he also had a humidor, pretty good, a very nice humidor actually for what it was. But clearly his clientele was more the cigarettes and vapes. But and he had a couple chairs there, and we were sitting there smoking. And sure enough, man, everybody that came in that, that were in the biker kind of genre, if you will, uh, went and got a flathead cigar, which I thought was kind of funny. And then at the cigar lounge that I was working at, we had a bunch of bikers come in one time, and some of them were not cigar smokers. And they went after, like, the um, Fat Bottom Betty, which is a real sugary cigar. <laughs> and then there's another one called a yeah, that was, which was kind of funny, but it's a That's badass funny. band, right? I mean, it's a real, real cool looking band, which I think helps fit that. And if you think about it, South Dakota too uh, is right up there near Sturgis. I guess Sturgis is pretty close by, so that's where the Deadwood cigars were all. You know, there's some mm-hmm. kind of biker connection with Deadwood cigars, but then there's another cigar called a Rough Rider. And that mm-hmm. is like a super sweet Connecticut cigar, but it's got a skull yeah. on it. And they, they were drawn to that cigar as well. I mean, they just came in and bought like half a box of that. Hey, try this one, try that one. But they were not, you could tell they weren't really cigar smokers. But once they put the cigar in their mouth and they're riding that, you know, or where they're hanging out, they had the image of being this badass cigar smoker. But in truth, they were smoking some sugary little cigar. So it was, it was kind of funny. But anyway, that's you're on to something with, with, with that, though. I mean, there is it is for the viewer that's that gives us uh, judgment, if you will, about what people are mm-hmm. doing. And it's not always the person doing it. So, yeah, which I'm kind of glad, too, because I think um, – if, if you got somebody in there buying cigars, smoking cigars, that's an awful lot of trouble for an image. So, you know, if someone's doing it, they they probably deserve the, you know, the pain or the money, you know, that it costs to go and, and have that image, preserve that image. No, I don't know if people does this when they're working, but I'm pretty sure, you know, you could try to like, you know, work in a cigar shop and everybody who came in, you just kind of guess what cigar he's going to get. And you probably will get it right sometimes. You oh, know? yeah. I think he oh, can. Oh, yeah. You, oh, can, yeah. you can, and I think some of that goes with dress, like how they're dressed, and you can kind of get a feel for it. Uh, you you really do. You, you especially know right, if they so, walk in and they think and they think it's like a a vape shop, and you can you can really tell by their demeanor how they look over the humidor and they just kind of have this deer in the headlight stare, and then you're like, oh yeah, it's around the corner, you know. And so we were able to to spot that pretty well, but. You know, a lot of that just carry is how you carry yourself. You know, how you, how you walk in, and if you've been there before, if you know a little bit about what the environment's about. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying, right? So we judge them and we put them into categories and what cigar they smoke. Okay, it might be vice versa, right? How they dress, and you kind of can guess what cigar they smoke. Well, it could be the the other way around. What they smoke kind of tells you no. about them because they fit. Because they fit, right? So, or if they it, come in with a kit, if they come in with a kit and they open up their kit and they have all the utensils, you know, all the all the tools, if you will, for for cutting the cigar, and they're they're using the clipper, you know, you see some people with the scissor, right? Scissor cut, the scissor, and, uh, Okay, once right. you see the scissor one, like that's a super aficionado war snob. Either one cannot right. be in between. Right, right. right. You into this guy's gonna take fifteen hours to light up his cigar. Watch. <laughs> Yeah, it's a whole process that they use. Right? Yep. It's just light everything, cleaning on the table, put the mat out, you know, just put, lay everything down, and then just do one step at a time. Right. You know, and then he he came in at 9 a.m. when you're about to open. By the time he let up a cigar, it's time to close. <laughs> but, but even cigars, yeah, but cigar smoking, there is a ritual with cigar smoking. I mean, there's no doubt about it. There's a process that you you have to do because you have to cut it. You have to deal with their cellophane uh your lighter has a lot to do with it if you're going to use your own lighter if you're going to use a shop lighter if you're going to borrow someone else's lighter you know people have kind of a pattern that they follow and uh mm-hmm. and, and it does say something about them as a smoker that's for sure but that's what i'm telling you about right so you think about that you think about average joe smoker and you think about people who had the whole set kit and then you have that category of cigar makers right you see this how to smoke 
and light it up. That's it. That's it. They don't have a ritual. They just lit it up and smoke. You know, yep. they, they everybody from their industry is telling us that there's a ritual, and they are the only one who doesn't follow it. They just go nap it off. Okay, let's go. You know, they no longer care about that ritual. They just need to smoke it really quick. Right. So that you know, that's why I said they are the different categories. Like they are the, supposed to be the person that tells you the magic, the the feeling behind this whole craftsmanship. You know. This 300 hand that touches it, smoke it wisely. You know, like, yeah, when you actually like, meet them, they did not faster than anybody else. They don't even toast it. They just let it up and start talking. And like, they don't cut the cap. They just chewed it off. Like to me, with the ritual and the the meaning of the smoking cigar, it's 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 actually up to the person, right? Like how they want to go towards how to light a cigar and stuff like that. Cut it. You know, the ritual that they do is all up to the person, right? Like how they proceed the process of smoking cigar would be so i don't know sometime i, I sometime like if i smoke one so yeah they don't i mean once in a while average I'll joe, play no. with it just yeah average joe will just oh they will yeah. cut it and they will toast the side sometimes and then they will light it up and uh, the people yeah. who doesn't follow the most cigar reviewers we don't have that 30 seconds to light up the cigar i'm telling you yeah we don't we don't we like <laughs> no clip <laughs> fucking torch the shit out of let's go <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna review this, this within the hour we have. Let's hurry up, light it up, cut it. Okay, there you go. You know, only Martin like to slow down that moment. Like uh, everybody, watch that moment for 25 seconds. Yeah, we are like, let's light this up in three seconds. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't show me really lighting it. I'm, I just cut it. Boom, cut them. I'm, I'm lighting it. Like <laughs> right. Oh my god. Yeah, that's. The, it, I mean, I think this is a very interesting topic. I hope the uh, listener find this interesting. And then you know. And maybe it'll be something that you can sit down and just start thinking about it. Go, hey, mm, yeah, it kind of makes sense. I can kind of figure out what that guy is like or what this is about kind of thing. Right? You, you start to go, oh, okay, yeah, I can see that's him. Yeah, I, 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 I bet he's got to go grab a Davidoff, you know, that kind of stuff. So I, I can see um, people judging on the side because I feel like that, that I think about it. I do that too. You know, I'd be like, watch that guy. He's got to go grab that, that Kuba Kuba. Watch. Oh, yeah, he grabbed the Kuba Kuba. Or, like, you know, watch Eric. He's got to go get a, 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 a Fuente. Because there's nothing else he's going to be smoking here. Just he's got to go grab a, a Fuente. And, little, and then next thing you know, he grabbed 15 and start giving it out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I know. I did clean I that, that shit out. I cleaned, I cleaned that whole thing out. I did. I bought all of it. So, so you know, that happens. And I think that's a very interesting thing. And then um, I'm not saying to do it with Melis. I'm doing like you know, just just look at it sometime and, and just guess it and see see how what what does that tell people about uh, tell you about the people, and then next mm-hmm. time you might might you know, be able to figure out what people are thinking about you when you're grabbing the cigar. It'd be very interesting, you know what I'm saying? Damn! Now you're gonna make me think that. about it every time. Shit! I'm gonna start <laughs> fucking dressing up more. Right, like yeah. man, I'm gonna like, bro. I'm gonna. I, every time I go grab a cigar in the lounge, I'm like, "Fuck, what are you thinking about me?" Like the fuck. Right. <laughs> you, like you know, if anybody's interested, they should try to cross dress and go buy a Lancero. People be like, "Yep, that's what I think that he was gonna grab to start with." No. no. Oh no, that's not gonna happen. No, shit. fuck that, dude. How about <laughs> you try that, Tony, and tell me how it is? Like, what kind of cigar does a drag pick? Lancero. If you see a drag that just got off work, what kind of cigar will he pick? Lancero. <laughs> he's oh, not gonna pick the, the He's not gonna pick a Toro Plus, I can tell you that. <laughs> no, I think no, a groovy no. blue. Groovy blue. Groovy <laughs> blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, so yeah, I, I think this is an interesting topic. I, I hope that people uh will uh find this interesting. Now, make sure to comment. Uh, tell me about what you think your cigar tells people about you. You know, what's what you smoke t- tell people? You, either the brand or the size or, uh, you know, whatever that, uh, how you smoke maybe. To uh, What do you think people think about you when they're looking at you, this guy smoking? You know, uh, and that would be very interesting to see the comments on. So make sure to comment once you listen to this podcast and let us know, you know, wh- what do you think? What do you think about this topic? You know, this, you know this, do you feel the same way? Uh, what do you feel that percentage is very too high? Maybe it's 50% of the people I average Joe's, you know? So with that said, you know, it's one hour. We'll, we'll cut off the podcast here today and, you know, hopefully you enjoyed it and we will have another episode next week. So that will be it today and we'll see you guys next week.
Bye, guys. Bye. See you See guys. You. Later. You've been listening to the In the Shadows podcast. There's nothing like a fine cigar, and that's our passion. And on the show, we'll talk about everything and anything cigars. And you know what happens when you get a bunch of guys together smoking cigars. The conversations go on and on. And that is what this show is all about. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. Remember, everything you need is on YouTube at Soy Sauce Assassin. The live show is every Wednesday and Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And get cigar reviews. Wishing you long ashes. We'll see you next time on In the Shadows Podcast.